It's Brian. So a little bit of a bonus episode for you this week. Uh, it's the completion of a story that started about three years ago on this podcast, and we're going to title it A Girl and Her Dictionary. So it starts with episode 47 of The Other 51, when I interviewed Corey Stamper, a wonderful author, blogger, and uh, lexicographer, someone who actually wrote the dictionary. And as part of the interview, I asked Corey what dictionary I should buy for my wife, Jen, who collects dictionaries. And this is what Corey had to say. This is Corey Stamper from three years ago. So you should try and find the Webster's New International Second Edition unabridged dictionary printed prior to 1947 okay. if you can okay. there you, you can find them in secondhand shops you know lots of people sadly we get lots of people who write in and say i have a dictionary from the 50s it's an antique tell me how much it costs and you know right. that, that we printed a lot of those things <laughs> so you you can find them okay but you want to find one that's printed before 1947 because it is as far as I know, the only Webster's Dictionary that has a fake word unintentionally in it. Really? It is. What so it, wh- the wh- word is Dord, D-O-R-D. Okay. And we call it a ghost word. And it ended up getting in because someone, you know, this is back in the days before computers, someone misread the slip, okay. which was for D, uppercase D, mm-hmm. or lowercase d <laughs> which was an abbreviation for density okay they read d or d as doored okay. so if so if you can find a doored dictionary that's really like that's the dictionary for word nerds because it is <laughs> it has a great stupid error in it everyone loves dictionaries with stupid errors in them so that was Corey stamper from three years ago or so episode 47 talking about doored and the dictionary that I should buy my wife. And now I am joined by my wife, Jen, sitting across from me in our office. Hey, buddy. Hi. So first of all, let's start with this. Um, h- how did you end up collecting dictionaries in the first place? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> except that I am a giant nerd and I love words and I'm an editor. And, you know, it kind of made sense to collect dictionaries. So I did. And I just started picking them up at garage sales and book sales and anywhere that people were trying to get rid of them for basically for free. Um, but interestingly, well, to me, maybe it came from my mom because, um, at some point when I was a teenager, she gave me her old dictionary from when she was in high school and I have that and it's my favorite dictionary and I believe it was my grandmother's before it was hers. So that was the first dictionary I really owned. And then I just started collecting them after that. And now we have like 35 or 40 dictionaries. That's that's what I was going to ask if you knew the number. I know movers hate us, so I really can't hire movers anymore, or we have to bring that box on our own. Yeah, and I don't know how many we have, but I just organized them to make room for the new dictionary, and um, I should have counted them, but I didn't. But it's two full bookshelves, double stacked. So, um, so yes, so Corey Stamper tells us about the Dora Dictionary, and we spend the next couple years actively looking for it. I remember that year going to... I can't. I don't even know how many used bookstores and garage stores and garage store sales trying to find a Dora dictionary with no luck. Um, you would look. Didn't you buy one off of eBay that you thought had it? Yeah, I did. So there was a dictionary on eBay that was advertised as 1934. Is it 1934? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I got really excited and we paid a decent amount of money for this dictionary and it shows up and it weighs, you know, like 20 pounds and it's falling apart and held together with packing tape and I open it and. 
it's not from 1934. It's it's like a reprint from 10 years later, and it doesn't have Dort in it. And I had to ship back, <laughs> or maybe you had to ship back this 20-pound dictionary and get our money back. So we got close, but we didn't get there. And at least until uh, this past weekend yeah. when we got there. So tell the story of uh, Saturday. So we've had this gift card for a bookstore from this tiny little town next to us for um, almost a full year now. And because of COVID, we just never got out there. And we were like, well, it's time. So we go to this bookstore and our daughter and I are looking around at books that we want to buy. And you, hero, uh, happened to wand over to an area I didn't even see um, that was full of, I assume, either used or rare books. I never even saw the section. And you turned around and you were like, hun, Dord. <laughs> holding a giant 20 pound dictionary and it was a steal <laughs> so yeah so yeah when we're looking around this, this bookstore it's uh the dog-eared the dog-eared bookstore in uh, palmyra new york fantastic bookstore i'll have a link to uh their order page in the show notes for this um and there's this little cabinet it's like the size of our single bookshelf that's in our office so really small and it's their old used and that's like their rare book section and uh, they say, you know, feel free to look, just be careful. And I open it up because I'm a sucker for rare books. We can't afford to really buy them, but I'm a sucker for looking for them. And I love old books. And I look at the bottom shelf and there's this enormous dictionary. I'm like, I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. And so I grab this huge thing and start thumbing through it. And I see Dord. And I'm like, buying this. It doesn't matter how much it is. So I should I should say here, I say it's a steal. You know, what we paid for it is really what you should pay for. <laughs> no, it's it's more than you normal person would ever pay for an old dictionary. Uh, and the truth is, it's probably exactly what it's worth. Just in my head, I I would pay four times that much <laughs> because I'm that's me, but that's nobody else. And, and, and give give everyone a sense how big this thing is. It's enormous. So you measured it. Uh, we had to clear out a bookshelf. Just to bookshelf. just to redo a bookshelf around this because it's so big and because it had to go in a specific place so it didn't damage the bookshelf with its weight. So it is, did you say six inches wide? Six inches wide. I, I could see it being slightly more. Um, and the height of a regular dictionary. It is those old dictionaries that you would see years ago on their own stands. You know, if you went in the like, library, yeah. it would just be laid out. And when we worked for a newspaper um, in the copy editors section where I worked, um, we actually had one just outside the little entry to our area. And I don't know if anybody ever used it, but like all those old dictionaries, it was just falling apart. You would turn the pages and they would fall out. This one is actually in perfect shape, mm -hmm. other than a few wrinkles on the first pages, which is insane to me. I've never seen a dictionary that old and that big that's still put together mm -hmm. in one piece. Yep. And, and, and for reference, I did measure today. It is the width of the first four Harry Potter books <laughs> or the last three. And you know how big those suckers get toward the end. So this is this. And we walked like probably a quarter <laughs> mile from where we parked. It is a beast. And I thought I might need a massage or at least a heating pad when we got to the car. <laughs> so so what, what was that feeling like walking out of there with Dord? And what's that feeling now to own Dord? I'm really excited. I feel like, you know, it's like anything that you love. It doesn't matter if other people think it's stupid or not. You love it. And I have been chasing this dictionary. So I actually, I went to the American Copy Editors Society conference a few years ago. And I think that was when my quest for Dord really like ratched up. Um, but I, I think I knew about it before then. But at that conference, I got to hear all this history about dictionaries. And, and that was the conference where an editor of the dictionary gave me a dictionary. And I was like, this is amazing. I read it on the way home. Um, so anyway, I feel like, you know, I finally got that holy grail for 
nerdy copy editors who collect dictionaries, all like four of us. <laughs> um, but so this is not news to you, but I really feel like now the dictionary collection is done. Wow. It is complete. We have 40 some dictionaries. Our daughter tried to pull one out last week to look up a word and couldn't find it. And I was like, yes, sweetie, because this is from like 1894. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that word isn't in here. Um, and also, you don't understand how to use a dictionary that's 100 years old. Um, but um, yeah, I think I feel like it's done. It's finally done. Unless we find something really cool out there. But the bar is really high now. Thanks for listening to The Other 51. Show notes for this and all of our episodes can be found at sportsmediaguide.com by clicking on The Other 51 tab. If you like the show, please consider giving it a rating and a review, either at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help people find the show. Our theme music is by Ellie Moritz. <laughs>